Welcome back, everybody, to our online bonus segment. We call it Lively Extra, when 30 minutes is just not enough, and when is it? Uh, let, me, let me reset the panel. Dan Riley and Jim Vincent and Wendy Schiller. Uh, Wendy, we didn't get to some national stuff. You wanted to talk, I wanted to talk about where the Republican Party's going. We can talk to Dan about that in a minute. But the January 6th commission that was on everybody's mind this week, uh, it seemed like some re Republicans were going to be on board, and then Mitch McConnell kind of did a 180 and went the other way. What are your thoughts? No. I just think, in general, the elections in November elected the members of the House of Representatives at the federal level and senators who were up for re-election, including Mitch McConnell. Then they turn around and say the election was rigged, the election was bought, the election was a fraud. It's the same exact ballot, it's the same exact procedures that elected the Congress that decided the presidency. You can't have it both ways. You can't say your own election was legitimate, but Biden's election was illegitimate. And then you look at the forces that were embedded in the January 6th insurrection, the violence that was involved, the kind of imagery the kind of themes. This is not what you want in the 21st century democracy. That the Republicans cannot bring themselves to denounce the worst elements of that insurrection, violence against the Capitol, their workplace, to me is beyond anything I think we've ever seen before from the Republican Party. It's totally ridiculous. Mr. Riley? <laughs> Uh, I think the Mitch McConnell's chief um, uh, issue with um, Chuck Schumer this week was that uh, given the majority leader's comments about the uh, uh, events of January 6th, that the uh, commission was a fait accompli and that you have in excess of 450 criminal investigations going on right now. You have hearings with several committees in the House and the Senate uh, working with the Capitol Police and all of these other agencies trying to figure out the root cause of what happened. He views the, the uh, January 6th commission as purely a partisan exercise that's not necessary. And I think that's backed up by the facts. When you look at what Chuck Schumer was saying, that you either agree to the commission or you uh, are agreeing with the insurrectionists in, in, in a sense where, um, you know, it, we know what happened. We're just going to arrive at that conclusion. I don't think it makes sense for him. And but you have some people trying to rewrite all of that, Dan. you got to be honest. Who was that guy who said, oh, it was just tourists walking around? The Republican Party has gone out of its way to try to just totally turn that narrative upside down. Well, it the narrative of the whole event. The narrative that, the, I mean, people say, well, well, it's not that big a deal. I mean, we've got reams of video yeah. and video showing and, that. And, 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 no, 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 no. It was a riot no, no, right. with no, violence I, I, I follow, and death. I follow, I follow. And I don't think that the vast majority of the Republican Party believes in that. You have people who say things like that, and they become the voice of the Republican Party because it's an outlier, ridiculous statement. It's clear it's riot. It's, it's a clear it's felonious conduct. You don't uh, uh, enter a hall of government just like you don't uh, burn down a police station in Minneapolis, just like you don't try to break the windows at the state house and here in Providence, uh, these are these this is these are crimes, right? And people should go to prison for this. And I don't think there is a single mainstream Republican out there who is suggesting otherwise. I think there are a lot of questions with the narrative and things that have been propagated over time uh, by the other side of the partisan argument on on this, where they uh, where a lot of Republicans rightfully call out. What is going on here? You know, why are certain elements of the story being distorted? But there's no mainstream view that what happened was right. They're just a bunch of tourists that they're, you know, this is a casual exercise and really should be. Jim Vincent's about to bust. That's Go right. ahead. Well, because if you agree, okay, if Republicans agree with you that in terms of what you just said, then uh, if they believe, as they say, that blue lives matter, then you would vote for the January 6th commission. If you're upset about seeing somebody waving the Confederate flag in the Capitol, you'll vote for the January 6th, uh, uh, January 6th Commission. If you think about the last time that the Capitol was breached was 1812, then you'll vote 
for that January 6th commission. The fact that we're talking about that we can't get 10 Republicans in the Senate to join the Democrats to have a January 6th commission, now that's an outrage, right, in itself. It should happen. What happened was unprecedented. There was no, uh, you know, tourists uh, going around. It was sedition. It was insurrection uh, led by our, our, our former president. And we just got to tell it the way it is. And it's got to be dealt with. And it's got to be dealt with by itself. The capital insurrection. Forget about anything outside of that for now. Let's look at January 6th. Looks at, look at what happened. I mean, people died. Police officers died. Blue lives matter, right? Okay, then show it by voting for this January 6th commission. I expect more than 10 Republican senators to vote for this January 6th commission. Wendy, you know more than anybody, the midterms are usually a correction, right? And that happened. I always said, hey, when Trump got elected, I said, they've got the House, the Senate, give him the keys to the car and let's see what he can do. And it was pretty much the tax cuts and then the Democrats took over the House. So a lot of people are thinking, okay, maybe we'll have this Republican midterm correction in the House, maybe mm -hmm. in the Senate. But I wonder with everything going on and the fracture in the party now, again, I know we're a year and a half out, but what are you thinking as we head over the course of the next year? Well, Republicans are really good, as, as, as Dan suggested. He said, well, there clearly was a riot. But then there's other narrative things about that have been distorted. I'm not sure what those are. But Republicans are really good at turning the page and changing the subject. They're just really good at it, much better than the Democrats. And they're very good at picking the issue that will peel off just enough voters in a midterm, which are typically more partisan, better off, better educated voters. That's who turns out in the midterms. And they're good at this. They've done this a number of times where Democrats come in and then uh, Republicans do really well in the midterms. You know, obviously 2010, 1994, for example. I expect them to do pretty well in these midterms by uh, launching, you know, you know get, grabbing onto these issues. The problem for them is that if you don't finally rid yourself of the Trump completely false claim and narrative about the election of November and the imagery of January 6th, if you don't unshackle yourself from those things, then those suburban midterm voters... Uh, who typically who have been voting for the Democrats in 18 and in 2020, they're not going to come back to you. You have to get them back somehow. And that's my puzzle about the Republican strategy. What they're doing now is not going to win back those suburban voters. I'm going to keep it simple. They're not going to unshackle themselves from Donald Trump over the next two years. So I'm making a prediction. In the midterms, contrary to historic evidence that the all party always wins seats in, in both chambers, I'm predicting they're going to lose seats in both chambers. That Liz Cheney uh, getting rid of her because she had the audacity of telling the truth is going to be more, much more than just telling. It's going to be prophetic in terms of a deep divide that the Republican Party, I don't think, is going to be able to recover from. All right, control room, let's have it right now. May 21st, 2021, Jim Vincent predicts. We got this on tape, right? We'll come back. Uh, you've heard a lot. What's your response to all of this? You know, it, I, I don't think that leading up to the election last November, Donald Trump provided real stability to the Republican Party and created a narrative that made it necessarily easier for a lot of down-ballot Republicans to run in their elections. And yet we did pretty well on, on the congressional ballot. Uh, and George is obviously and the think? outlier there. Why do you think? Be because I think people were able to detach Donald Trump from those other elections. And I think we had really good candidates in races that did an excellent job running and made that point and did so very well. And so I think the same thing's going to happen in two years. Donald Trump, as usual, will suck up all of the oxygen in the room, just as he's doing now, even though he's not on social media and he's not president. He was bo doing both of those things last time, and, and we did pretty well in the congressional ballot, and I think we'll do the same in two years. The only reason why they did well in a congressional ballot last time is because every single person that was a Republican that won was either a woman or a person of color. 
every single person. And I think that's going to continue. Every single person. And so that could continue. So that might derail my prediction. But I'm thinking that the divide is going to get wider. And even though I think that might continue, it's still not going to be enough. The Democrats are going to hold the House. They're going to hold the Senate. Keep the tape. I'm not changing. That's an interesting opportunity. What do you think? I, I, I'm not with you on this one because I think the Republicans are just really good at seizing on uh, fear uh, and pr promoting sort of the cultural issues that divide America. And I think that's one of the reasons they held on to the congressional level seats. I think there were elements uh, in the Democratic Party uh, in terms of support. Certainly Black Lives Matter mobilized many, many, many people and draw, drew attention to much needed attention to police violence against people of color. However, there are people who are a little frightened by seeing all those protest movements. And so they balance things out. They got rid of Trump and got, you know, Joe Biden, who seemed pretty innocuous, and they kept their Republican representatives or they voted for new ones. So I think that's exactly the same model the Republicans will take in 2022. You know, vote with us. We'll thwart the worst elements of the Democrats. And I think right now it looks like they'll do pretty well. All right, folks, I got to hold you. That is all the time we have again. We may continue this afterwards. We may have a lively extra extra. <laughs> I can see Dan's got that little uh, Clint Eastwood vein going in his head. But <laughs> but, uh, folks, it's always a quick 30 minutes and the extra. Come back here next week as the Lively Experiment continues.